I know we say this a lot, but you need to run your day. Don't let your day run you. So if you don't have those good habits in the morning, you're not establishing it. You're not setting the tone. Your day is going to run you because you're being reactive instead of proactive. You're just kind of like whatever's coming your way. You're trying to put out fires all day. What's going on, guys? We are back with another episode. I think we're episode seven today of the Strong Society podcast. I'm Anthony alongside Ashley here, and we're excited for our conversation today because we're diving into something that I personally feel, I know what we personally feel, is a really great separator between those who see positive momentum and results in their health, career, and life, and those who tend to see more struggles and challenges. And as the title of this episode, states change your life with positive habits and routines we're definitely talking about setting those habits and routines so it's obviously no question the key to success not only in health and wellness but our careers as employees as leaders business owners entrepreneurs overall life is that we have to establish positive routines disciplines and habits to really point us in the right direction and to sustain that behavior, of course. But Ashley, kind of kicking us off, why do you feel positive habits and routines are so important to achieving success? And what is the biggest barrier, you think? I think, you know, positive habits are crucial because any success that you have in life, it obviously stems from what are you doing daily. So how you spend your time daily, what you're doing during downtime, are you reading, are you watching TV, are you working out, are you shopping, just different things that you're doing daily, that's what's going to add up to what your what kind of lifestyle are you living. So, I mean, your life, your success, your failures, they're all a combination of habits and routines that you repeat daily. Yeah, no, absolutely. And you, you started mentioning a little bit about it, but talking about the the negative habits that you were speaking of. You know, just listing some off here, right? Staying up late, not getting enough rest, which I think is a huge one, regardless whether it's because they're staying up late to watch TV or whatever the case may be. But not getting enough sleep, not getting enough rest in itself is a is a real problem. You know that a lot of people deal with, and that's why it ends up causing a lot of stress. People going to work tired, all that you know, bad stuff. But essentially, watching too much TV is another one. Um, I always loved that. I think a real kind of inspirational and life-changing video I've seen and, and heard was from Eric Thomas when when he was saying about, you know, how people are watching Netflix and watching this and that, but he was just saying, you know, who are you watching? You know, watch you, turn that football game off. You know, they're making millions, you're not. Um, that's honestly, it hits hard, you know, really inspiring essentially, but it just reminds us to get refocused on our goals, on our priorities and really thinking you know, is that TV really helping you in the end? But other negative habits that, you know, a lot of us fall into poor nutrition habits and choices, um, failing to get any or enough exercise, which is, you know, one of the biggest things that we focus on, you know, helping individuals change, of course, um, failing to continue our growth as individuals, whether reading, podcasting, learning, going to different seminars, hearing speeches, whatever the case may be, 
um, avoiding change, unwilling to step outside our comfort zones. And if you guys didn't catch our Halloween episodes, um, really stepping outside of our comfort comfort zone was the big topic of discussion. So um, definitely put a pause here. Listen to that first. If you're looking to really understand what it means to step out of your comfort zone and, and embrace change and then come back to this episode so you can dive into um, changing some of those habits. But I'm failing to have daily routines, failing to set daily, weekly, monthly, yearly goals, which is something that you and I are really big into and it's really exciting for us. Um, and of course, there's all you know a slew of other habits that um, the biggest point is that they're taking you in the opposite direction and not really pushing you towards your goals. But um, these were just a brief kind of list of of habits that are are not benefiting us in life. But you know, let's break down each of these big topics. And I think the biggest ones that we spoke of, um, health and wellness, how that relates to you know morning routines, our careers, everything like that, business owners. So. I'm kind of breaking down the first one, Ashley. When we speak of health and wellness, nutrition, mindfulness, you know, fitness exercises, all that, you know, talk to us about, you know, why those routines and habits are so important. And also, like, what are some of the things that that we, we think of when we think of health and wellness and establishing routines? So I think there there is a big misconception, too, with that, where I think everyone's like, okay, if I'm going to establish, you know, health and wellness routines, I need a drink my gallon every day. I need to not do this, not do that, not do this. And I think something to remember is you have to walk before you run, right? Mm -hmm. So you don't necessarily have to go in and establish all these huge habits that are, you know, going to be substantial in your progress. But if you start establishing small habits and building on those habits, I think that's the best way to go, go about it. So obviously, you know, food is the biggest thing. Nutrition is always the biggest struggle because a lot of people haven't tracked macros before Mm -hmm. a lot of people grew up eating a certain way or think that you know certain food is healthy when it is but obviously portions you and i know are you know what really dictates whether you're making progress or not you can be eating healthy food but if you're eating too much healthy food you're still not eating within your your range of how much you should be consuming based on what your specific goals are so i think you know really taking a step back and educating yourself but to piggyback off of what you're talking about with the goals as well, you have to have a clear vision of what your goals are. Mm-hmm. And then you have to take a step back and say, okay, so if I want to run a marathon, you know, this year, but every day I come home from work, instead of going and training or running, I'm just watching Netflix for two or three hours before I go to bed. And then I'm not having the best sleep because I'm watching TV. So then I'm not getting up early the next day to get my runs in then. So I'm not running at all, but I have this goal. So you have to break down the goals that you want to reach. What are the actions that you need to take to get there? And then those are the habits that you need to start establishing to get yourself there. Obviously, it sounds easier said than done. Um, So that is where, you know, discipline comes into play. So it's I talk to clients all the time who are like, I know what I have to do. I just have to do it. 100%. I think that's the biggest thing with all of us. We know what we have to do, but the lack of discipline is what stands in the way from keeping us with actually following through and getting that done. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, when we speak of health and wellness, I think there's so many different categories and areas that we can talk about to establish positive routines, you know, get rid of bad habits, establish positive habits. And I think you hit the nail on the head when a lot of times, you know, individuals and clients will say that we know what needs to be done. And I think the vast majority of people out there 
know what needs to be done, right? And it's just a matter of of doing it. And it's just it's getting out of the bad habit of maybe making excuses and things like that. But some of the little bullet points that we you know put down is is discipline to make the smart food choices because we all understand like we all know what's bad we all know what's not going to serve our goals and purpose but it's really committing and being intentional to to avoid the the habit of unhealthy snacking unhealthy meal choices and really focusing on the goal and long-term focus and discipline over immediate gratification right how good does that donut or pastry look right now? But does it? What's the effect going to be? How's it going to serve my goal and 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 purpose in the long run when I'm consuming this type of stuff? And and we all know that answer, you know. And that's just again going back to taking you know these positive steps and understanding the disciplined actions that are that are needing to be to be had. And I think the biggest thing is especially when you when it talks about when we talk about like exercising you know we all understand to build the physique we want to get in the shape we want we all need to establish a healthy routine of of getting up getting active breaking a sweat doing all that like we all know the answer but it's just a matter of of doing it and i think a really great example a personal example of mine was man back in 2019 i think i put on i put on a some weight and just, just a little just, bit <laughs> i've got up to 230 pounds and um i've been wanting to to gain some weight you know push a little bit more weight in the gym and whatnot but it was it got to a point where i felt really sluggish and and i needed to make a change and i've never been a big runner but you know quickly into 2020 that's when you know covid shut down all happened and whatnot so i personally had to establish a new workout routine and a lot of it was most of it for all of us was done at home, you know, um, through apps, online coaching, our own fitness equipment, whatever the case may be, or going outside. And so for me, I said, you know what, let me start getting into this practice. One, I, I, I started fasting, which for those of you who, know, who don't know fasting, you know, it's a huge topic, but it's essentially not eating in the morning to a certain amount of time. And we can probably go into that on another episode or something, but incorporating fasting but also i got into running so immediately when i would wake up i would go into my morning routine which we can dive into here in a little bit but one of the things was was getting that that sweat in 20 minutes 30 minutes right so where we lived in austin in that area i remember there was a point where it just took you on a big square like a big rectangle i think it was like three miles or something like that and so started you know walking running a little bit i wasn't I'm not, I'm still not the best runner at all. I was like racing. I was like trying to. <laughs> trying to always beat me for some reason. It's always a competition. But um, the the point here was that that was the routine that I really got comfortable and used to. And I started getting really excited waking up to do. And so establishing that for me was really important. And I dropped the weight. I felt super energetic, healthy, active. It was just a really refreshing change for me. And and you and I talk a lot about the compound effect and, and just getting that momentum. And that's that's basically what it is when we talk about health and wellness. And so, I don't know, do you have any specific times in your life that you can remember where you said, you know what, I established this health and wellness routine and it really kind of set me on this trajectory or anything? I mean, I think obviously during COVID was a time where you had to 
discipline really came into play, right? Because for a lot of people, we didn't have to do anything unless you were working from home, which a lot of us were not because our employers weren't able to pay people to work from home. So everyone, for the most part, I think was on some type of an unemployment Mm -hmm. or some, you know, some government grant or something that was going on. So I think, you know, I read the 5am club. Right. Um, and I think COVID was a good time for me when I really, I'm very busy with my career. Like it's very demanding job. So I never have had that much time. Mm -hmm. I don't think, you know, in a long time. So I started reading that book and then I established, you know, I was waking up even before you at that point and I would get up, you know, go into the other room, knock out a 20 minute quick workout, just a morning one. And then I would go into mobility and meditation Mm -hmm. and then my journaling and reading. And that was something that, you know, my first hour of the day, it was broken up into that 20 minutes of physical Mm -hmm. activity, 20 minutes of like meditation, mobility mindfulness and then 20 minutes where I was doing something that was growing me so I was reading I was journaling that was a routine that really really worked well for me Um, I've established some parts of it I haven't been able to maintain all of them I would say after going back but I think it definitely it got me into waking up early and not just getting on my phone right away Mm -hmm. and not just doing those things that you know are mindless that aren't contributing or making me feel good first thing in the morning so for me working out, reading, meditating, those are things that contribute to me in a positive way so that I feel good and I feel ready to start my day and I'm in a good headspace for it versus just rolling in and just kind of, I know we say this a lot, but you need to run your day. Don't let your day run you. So if you don't have those good habits in the morning, you're not establishing it. You're not setting the tone. Your day is going to run you because you're being reactive instead of proactive. You're just kind of like whatever's coming your way, you're trying to put out fires all day. Yeah, no, absolutely. And and Ashley's diving into, you know, a morning routine, which is hugely important to success. And I think if you look at any of the successful leaders and individuals out there, they most likely have a morning routine. They're most likely when you talk to them, they are rolling out of bed at eight, nine or 10 a.m. And that's their routine that they're, they're getting up early because, you know, there's so much research that's done on it and just the way you feel um, my COVID example, it was always early morning, you know, it was right when the sun was coming up that I'm able to actually see out on the road running, not, not super dark, but it's establishing those really healthy morning habits. And so, I mean, you kind of dove into why it is so important. You know, you, you wake up before a lot of others are waking up, you put in a lot of work before you even start your day, right? So for many of us who are going to work, whether we're going in at 8 or 9 a.m., you're waking up at 4 or 5 a.m., you've already covered so much ground, you know. And so as she was mentioning 2020-20, and so where that came from, guys, Ashley and I are huge, huge fans of the book, The 5 a.m. Club. I think it was life-changing for both of us. It really kind of drove us to establish our morning routine. The, we'll, we'll leave the, the link in the show notes, but The 5 a.m. Club book is by Robin Sharma, he talks of the 20-20-20 rule, which is um, the first 20 minutes. And I'm not sure how you want to order them. I think that's kind of all different. But within this this hour, essentially, you're spending 20 minutes learning, which is reading, growing yourself, listening to podcasts, whatever the case may be, 20 minutes of sweating. So that's exercise. And then 20 minutes of meditating, mindfulness, visualization. So really um, getting yourself centered, prepared for the day type of thing. And one of the biggest things that, you know, we preach a lot is no electronic screens, the first 30 minutes to an hour before you, or while you wake it up, 
Um, and also right before bed, turning off electronics, you know, it's, it's, it's better for your eyes. And, and when you wake up and when you go to sleep, you'll be able to feel the difference for sure. But I know you, you dove into your morning routine. You've shared a, a post on your morning routine, which is, it was super impactful. And, and I think the biggest thing guys, if you're looking to establish this, um, so for instance, like regarding health and wellness, if we have listeners out there who are wanting to start today to really make a change in the positive direction, here are a couple of like quick little steps, guys. First things first, always think, I want to compound these small positive changes. Don't think of saying, man, I need to get from point A to point B as quick as possible. And maybe you do want to get there very quickly, but don't let that discourage you if, if you're saying, man, I haven't gotten there and it's only been a week, right? That's not, that's not, probably not possible. We want to make sure that we're enjoying the journey. We're giving ourselves enough time to ensure that these habits stick and sustain because I'm not sure there's always been research on, on the time to make sure habit sticks and whatnot, but it, it could be 60 days, 66 days around there, whatever the case may be. But first things first, understand small positive changes, compound these behaviors. Once you start getting those, those basically positive habits and routines in place, you start feeling really good about that, you know, and it's like a lot of things in life, but regarding health and wellness, establish first a morning routine, get into your morning routine because trust me guys, it really sets the day for you. You feel great. If you get that exercise or I should say, when you get that exercise in, in the morning, that 20 minutes, you feel really good starting your day. And that 20 minutes could be even done at home. You don't even have to go to a gym or anything. You just say, Hey, you know what? Um, I'm going to do 20 minutes body weight, something you break a sweat, get that heart rate up. You're going to feel really good after that. So establish your morning routine regarding your goals, your, your nutrition and health and health and wellness goals. Let's, let's say workouts, set a goal for X amount of workouts this week and hit that, right? So let's say, man, I'm, I'm not working out at all. So I want to hit, let's get one workout this week. Man, that was pretty simple. I went to the gym on Wednesday, whatever it was, right? Let's get two this week, right? And you compound that, that positive routine, positive behavior. So you set those small goals, you start accomplishing them, right? Regarding nutrition, we personally know what we need to cut out of our diet. We do, right? We can give a list of all the things that we eat that we know are not the best choices. Reduce that intake. Again, same thing like your exercise routines. Maybe you say, okay, I know I drink beer every single day. So now if I drink beer seven days a week, I'm going to cut it down to five days a week. I'm not going to drink on the weekends or, you know, now I, I, I'm doing really good with that. So let's go ahead and do an every other day type of thing. And so you start reducing that intake. You don't go cold Turkey as many, as many times people say that they're just going to go cold Turkey on stuff. Um, I'm sure we've all had those experiences where we've tried to stop something where it's, 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 it's already an ingrained habit. It's really hard for your body just to, stop it cold turkey it's really difficult that way so take it take it slow take it step by step set these little goals weekly monthly and and hit those um, and then you compound and repeat guys and i think the biggest thing we want to stress here is that you build up that momentum um, building up that positive momentum it equals establishing new positive routines and habits and that equals progress i mean Ashley, anything you want to, to add to that? I mean, you threw a lot out there. There was a couple of things I wanted to add. I think, like you said, you know, compounding or starting with small habits, I think a big thing is habit stacking. So you can't expect somebody or don't expect to go from having no routine to having the, you know, you can't dive right into like a 20, 20, 20 or something like that. It's very hard to do that if you 
don't have anything set in stone. So I think starting with, even if you wake up in the morning, going for a a 20 minute walk, a 10 minute walk, whether it's, you know, once around your block or something small, just getting outside, getting some fresh air, getting some movement in the morning. If you're somebody who currently wakes up every morning and you have coffee every morning and you want to start journaling, leave your journal right by your coffee pot. So Mm -hmm. stacking habits that you want to start doing on top of habits that you're already doing, whether they're good ones or bad ones. You know, if every night when you get home from work and you're done, you sit on the couch and watch Netflix for two hours, but you want to start reading more, have a book on your coffee table and leave it there. And that way, when you sit down, you see the book also. So you're not just going to go straight for the remote to turn on the TV. You're maybe like, okay, well, let me read for a couple minutes or let me watch only one episode on Netflix and then I'm going to turn it off and then I'm going to read for the last 30 minutes before I go to bed. That way you're not on, you're not looking at screens immediately before going to bed. You're just reading and that's kind of helping you unplug and it's helping you in a good way, creating a new habit that you want to create while you're slowly phasing out the bad habits that maybe you've established or been repeating too long over time. Yeah, no, that's, that's really well said. Um, and what Ashley was talking about habit stacking guys is, is a really, really useful tool if you're looking to break bad habits. And I think it was, it was taken from the book atomic habits, um, which we'll put in the show notes as well. I had that as a, as a recommendation at the end of this episode, but yeah, huge, huge, um, tip there by Ashley just to, Guys, like we all have these little habits and routines that we're trying to break. Maybe we're trying to change certain things. And and any way that we can be able to not necessarily, I, I'm not sure if it's covering something up because you want to establish, you want to get to the understanding where, you know what, like I don't need this habit anymore. Not the fact that from what I've heard, even in Atomic Habits or um, the other book we're going to mention, Think Like a Monk, they mentioned if you have a certain thing, um, that you're trying to break like a certain habit or routine, try to avoid that, you know, and, and while that could work, it's also, it could be a temporary fix, like a bandaid, right? Yeah. Um, maybe you say, okay, I don't want to drink anymore. I have a hard time, you know, controlling myself around alcohol. Let me just not buy alcohol. Okay. That works. Let me not go anywhere. They serve alcohol. Okay. But what's going to happen the moment that you're around alcohol, do you just completely give in and start consuming it, then there's a deeper rooted issue there that needs to get corrected, a deeper why that has to be unraveled before. So that way you can, you, you don't want to get to a point where you said, Hey, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm good with not having alcohol because there's none around me. You want to get to the point where um, there is a vast amount of alcohol that can be around you and you won't even touch it because you're at a different place. That's where we want to be. Right. Um, and that's kind of how we, how we go with essentially, all aspects of life, whether it's health and wellness, business, whatever the case may be, um, not just this one alcohol example, but you, you know, obviously guys, we speak a lot about reading as the saying goes, leaders are readers, you know, continuing to grow, educate and be lifelong learners is something that, you know, many of the, of the most successful people, um, individuals and leaders, um, do daily. So we must embody traits of not only discipline, um, but structured routines, positive habits. So when we talk about, kind of turning the page here, talk about being successful in our careers um, as employees and as of leaders. Ashley, what are some of the key disciplines that maybe you've incorporated as a leader or as an employee that has helped you grow into where you are today as a, as a high tier leader overseeing other leaders? 
I think just simple habits like, you know, establishing a routine have helped me a lot. Um, the morning routine obviously has been, I think, crucial and beneficial for me staying sane at times. Like, <laughs> right. you know, there's days where I'm like, I have a lot that I have to do today. And, and I maybe am feeling overwhelmed because I'm training new people. I'm trying to hire, I'm, you know, working on all this other stuff. So I know that I have to maybe meditate a little bit longer that morning because I have to get myself in a right mindset because I know that I'm going to have to stay, you know, here, even if there's times where like something's thrown at me that kind of maybe disrupts, you know, my mood a little bit. And then also just structure, being structured and organized, I think is huge for me. I think you you know Mm -hmm. that like in everything I do, I always have a calendar. Everything's calendared for me, meetings, calls. I use a planner every day for, I have a to-do list and stuff gets added to it. I like to cross stuff out. So going in with a plan every day setting goals for myself, but also for my team, because your team's only going to be as good as you. And even if you have goals set for yourself, but you're not setting goals for people, then they don't know how, what they should be working towards or what's their next level. So I think just simple habits, like establishing my morning routine to help me show up as a good leader so that my team can show up for me. And then just making sure I have a plan every day, not just going in looking at seeing, oh, well, what, what do I have to do today? Because if you kind of go in like that, a lot of times I've heard people say, well, everything's done. There's nothing I need to do. And there's always something that needs to be done. So even if it's like, okay, all of my meetings are done. I don't have that today. Okay. I'm going to deep clean this, or I'm going to organize this, always giving myself a task at hand. And when you're doing those small tasks, sometimes you end up uncovering something else that could be done. That's going to make you operate even more efficiently. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's very powerful. I think you hit so many different points there from not only being an employee who, who's constantly thinking what's next, but to being a leader and saying, okay, same thing, just elevated at this level. But you mentioned a lot of things, agendas, calendars, to do, to do lists, and you know i'm right there with you there were there were times when and i can always feel it when i had no sense of direction going into work and at the point that i ended you know overseeing seven locations you know 14 different management managers leaders like you have to be on your game you have to have your direction because again you're influencing other leaders you know for them to keep growing and whatnot and so agendas, calendars, to-do lists, those are huge, huge things for both of us. And so really starting off with what does my day look like, you know, elevating that scope of view to what is my week, month, year, right? At the start of every year, you and I are really big on setting our goals and seeing where we want to be at, at the mid-year mark, where we want to be at the end of this year, right? And what's that going to look like? And so, um, you know, discipline you mentioned is, is, is really important. And I think personally as a leader, having the discipline in making the tough but consistent decisions is is really important. That's a huge, huge thing. And and when we talk about establishing these healthy routines and habits, it goes into those types of behaviors and traits, which you and I are both, you know, really big on. So, you know, one of the biggest things for us is is just being known as someone who has unwavering discipline in their personal brand as you're building up your brand as a leader you want to be able to say hey you know what i'm growing as a leader and these are positive habits and traits that i've established you know um so let's say you're a listener whether you're an employee manager a leader and you want to start today you say hey you know what there's things i want to establish there's routines maybe habits bad habits that i want to break right so what should i do today 
first off, we're always going to recommend establish a positive morning routine. Um, everything that we just mentioned, you know, from from your reading to making sure that you're establishing, you know, your growth. And even if maybe you're not a big reader, finding what avenue of growth and, and learning that you that you kind of fall into is going to be really important. So establish a positive morning routine. A big one I like to say is master your role. So regardless whether you're an entry-level employee, a high-tier leader, you want to make sure that you're going in every day and giving it your best. Like, Ashley, you mentioned a great point right now. A lot of times people will go in, oh, I'm done with the task that I was supposed to do. Okay, so what? Like, what's next? You know, yeah. like continue like having those gears moving in your head. Like how else can you push the needle? How else can you make your team better? How else can you make the company better? You know, what What next? Bring new ideas, new initiatives to the table. Like you shouldn't just stop. And I think the biggest thing for us is that we identify that those who end up being successful in their careers and those those high-end leaders, they just operate differently. They think differently. They move differently. They move quicker. That's why you walk so fast and I'm always laughing at <laughs> I that. do. I, and it's funny, even the girls at work, my office is in the back of the store and when I'm walking to the front, they're, they literally laugh because they'll both look at the doorway and I'm, they're like, we knew it was you. You're always working with purpose. I'm like, I am always walking with purpose. I feel like I always have stuff to do and I like it that way because it gives me purpose. It gives me like I'm... I'm working hard to get my stuff done because then mm-hmm. I, I'm going to look for other stuff that I can get done so I can continue growing either as a leader or a business owner or just a person in general. Like mm-hmm. I value my time. So I like to make the most of it. Yeah. I know. I was just making fun of you. It's just funny. That <laughs> and I then I look like, back, I'm like, hurry up. And Anthony's like taking in the view, like yeah. looking around at everything. No, but I definitely walk with the purpose. It's just, I think you walk with like a different step and it could be like anywhere we're going. That's probably why you fell down the last stairs here in our place. Um, but we were talking about mastering your role. So essentially, if you guys are, if you're employees out there, many of us, right, many of us are employees, uh, maybe you're a manager, leader, master your role and understand what that looks like. Look at your job description, make sure that you're fully, you know, up to speed on everything. And you want to make sure that you're taking full ownership and accountability of everything in front of you. Speak with your supervisor. Let them know, hey, you know what? I'm I'm interested in growing. I want to push further than what I'm doing right now. How can I do that? Is there anything I can help with or continue to expand my knowledge, right? And then move forward and let your actions speak. You know, we, we've probably been around so many people that are all kind of lip service. You know, they're going to say, hey, yeah, I want to do this. I want to do that. But when push comes to shove and you're looking at their, their behavior and actions, it's not, it's not going hand in hand with what they're saying, right? Um, and it goes back to, again, we have individuals maybe that know that these positive habits and these routines that they should be establishing are the right way to go, but they're just not, their, their actions aren't speaking, speaking that yeah. language. I, I think also for, to go off of that, like if you're in a regular role and you're looking to grow, be aware that like growth requires usually more work. I think right. sometimes people in the workplace think like, oh yeah, I want to grow. I want to be, you know, manager. I want to be this, but they think that they're going to do less work when they get there. And it's like, you have to understand that like the way that you work now, you're going to be expected to work more. So like make sure that you're showing that in your role and you're ready for it too. You can't just like the idea of something, you have to understand the work that's going to go into it. And expectations are going to be different. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I remember, I remember countless situations where they, and I've, I've talked about this in the past where there's a survey that went out and they would ask me like how I'm doing as a leader, so on and so forth. But a lot of the executives would always say, man, you know what? We always hear such great feedback and, you know, the, the, the 
entry-level staff like love you as a regional manager but it's a lot of the like your direct like <laughs> subordinates and managers are the ones that are always coming and making complaints and whatnot and for me i think a lot about it's the fact that i have higher expectations for those individuals 100 like, right they're the ones who you know one have a, have a bigger position in the company have a lot more at stake and should be the most competent for the role um of course those individuals who are entry level i mean you know i, I love everybody the same it's just a matter of my expectations are going to be higher for those individuals who are in certain positions but again guys going back to it you're an employee you're a leader today you want to make positive changes you want to establish positive habits and routines so you can say you know what this i'm someone to lean on i'm someone that wants to keep growing as an individual master your role guys take full ownership take full accountability let your actions speak and lastly keep expanding your knowledge i don't know if i've ever met a successful leader who's no longer growing you know leaders are always going to be continuing their growth they're going to say hey you know what maybe you know i can go write a book maybe i can start a podcast maybe i can start a business i want to continue inspiring others like those are the individuals that keep on growing and that's what it's about and kind of goes into our our last big topic of of an area where we say hey you know what if you're in this position and you want to establish positive routines is, is as a business owner, you know, we have a lot of business owners out there that might be listening in and, and even say those who are not business owners, but as we just mentioned, want to grow and eventually maybe even establish their own business, you know, some, some clear points where we're saying, Hey, you know what, these are huge things to establish routines and disciplines is being intentional. You know, you have to have you have to have your goals. You have to have your purpose of why you wanted to establish a business, and to be intentional with that, right? And then, of course, establishing morning routines is another big thing. Yeah, I, I think if you want to have a business, your time is going to be crucial, especially if you're somebody who currently has a full time job. You want to one day own your own business. You have to optimize every minute of the day. So having that morning routine is going to be huge to that. Mm -hmm. No, hundred percent. So if you notice, guys, like in each of these things, whether it's wanting to make changes in health and wellness, wanting to make positive changes as an employee, as a leader, as a business owner, we mentioned morning routine in every single one of them. And I think the more that you can kind of start right there and establish your positive morning routine, you're going to see how everything else kind of plays into that, too. You're going to maybe you start at the health and wellness aspect, right? I have a start, I've started my morning routine because of this, because I want to wake up and start getting my walk and run in. I want to start eating healthier right off the bat. You'll start noticing it. It'd be, I would be honestly shocked if you were just stopping it there and didn't have routines at work, right? So you want to start saying, you know what? Well, I can incorporate something like this at work also. So, um, but back to being a business owner, guys, establishing morning routine, make choices that are in line with your goals and your vision and i think this goes back to not only just being a business owner but just everything in life right if you have specific goals and you say this is where i want to be 10 15 years from now then make choices today that are going to affect that um, of course keep expanding your knowledge surround yourself with other like-minded people this is a huge one for us um i'm not sure what the number is at this point but it's your the equivalent of your five friends that you're always hanging around or something like that but you want to be able to not only as a business owner, as an employee, as someone who is even going after their health and wellness goals, surround yourself with people who are going to be motivated, inspiring for you, not someone who's going to be maybe shooting you down, someone who's going to be a bad influence 
on you, right? And I think you and I talk about that, about that a lot. Yeah, definitely. I think you have to, if, if you're hanging out with people who don't want to grow, when they see you growing, they're going to feel some type of way about it and they'll try to put you down because it makes, you know, they're projecting onto you. So hanging around people who inspire you, motivate you, and genuinely want to see you win, they want to see you do great, even better than them at times, not just people who want to see you do good, but not better than them. So I think that I, I say that a lot. That's a big thing mm-hmm. for me because I've met so many women who are like, um, this was my friend, but now they're not. Or they started saying that about me. And I'm like, a lot of people are intimidated when people start to grow because it makes them feel like they, they're not doing enough, which it should motivate them, but it doesn't always. So I think finding real genuine people who support your growth and who you're motivating them, they're motivating you and you guys are all growing together is huge. Yeah, no, hundred percent on that. And I think you know many of the listeners out there can can really attest to that, or they probably immediately went to someone there in their mind or their past where they said, "Yeah, you know, it really we grew apart from this person because in the end, like I have specific goals and they're not a part of them. They weren't serving in any particular way. And you'll notice that the ones who really stick around to the end are your biggest supporters, and 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 they're probably inspired by your goals and 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 aspirations and so again that's kind of a no-brainer there but lastly guys credibility you know again you have to be credible in what you're doing establishing your brand as a business owner Um, again if we're still talking about leadership growing as a leader we talk about your personal brand a lot Um, being credible in what you're doing is is super important and so um, through these positive habits and routines, guys, through health and wellness, you know, through your career, um, which are big parts of everybody's everybody's life. And then, of course, if you're expanding as a business owner, you know, we talk a lot. Just establish that morning routine. Get into the positive choices because, again, every decision is a choice. is a choice that you're making in the, in the right direction, a choice you're making in, in the wrong direction. So we want to make sure that that we're establishing those and so i think many of us out there are probably saying okay like i have i understand what i need to do but i have these bad ones right i have these bad habits these unhealthy habits whatever the case may be so in the end like we all have habits we'd like to break completely or maybe just limit you know because sometimes there are there are habits where maybe it's not affecting a whole lot but you're saying you know this is something that i could limit you know and i want to want to stop so just to sum up we wanted to kind of wrap this episode up sum up and provide some helpful guidelines to really establish positive habits and routines and break the bad ones so you know it's no surprise very first thing establish a positive morning routine and this is super super important and i think we mentioned it on a previous episode it might have been with with iris but for those wanting to establish a morning routine maybe you say i'm not a morning person at all but it is something that i know is really important listening to this episode i know how crucial it is to all aspects of of my life so how can i start doing that again going back to those positive you know positive daily momentum so if you wake up at at eight or nine you want to start getting up earlier 15 minute increments i think is is a good number to hit because when your alarm goes off at that new time that it used to not if it's only 15 minutes before it's it's more than likely you're able to adapt to it Trust me, this has been trial and error because I've tried where I'm like, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to wake up two hours before I've, I've, <laughs> I've ever woken up. And it's really challenging. It's really difficult. So establish a positive morning routine. First, getting being able to get up. 
figuring out what that team, what that routine is going to be, right? So if you want to follow that 20-20-20 rule, reserve your first hour when you wake up to really break a sweat for 20 minutes, learn for 20 minutes, and then really center yourself, get at, get at, at um, some mindfulness, some meditation, and, and also visualization, you know, for your final 20 minutes. I think it's really awesome. Another big one um, is establishing your daily, weekly, monthly, and yearly goals with your health and wellness, career, and life. And so, again, we sum that up to really sit down and write this stuff out because that's going to be really important to make sure that we're incorporating these positive habits and we're breaking any of the bad ones. When we talk about break the bad ones, guys, again, we mentioned it earlier, but you have to reflect on what those bad habits are. Ask yourself why they're there. You know, what is, is keeping them there? What, what purpose are they serving, right? And so um, we have to really understand what they are, how they fail to serve your goals, and begin to step away from those. Um, so, Ash, you want anything you want to add on that one? No, I mean, I think you, you hit that perfectly. You had everything kind of outlined. I feel like you gave a lot of good information on that. Yeah. So, I mean, it, again, we talked about like not going cold turkey. So just tapering down, right? So making those positive steps, kind of um, going away from those bad habits, not seeing it as a, as you put a bandaid on it. We got to make sure we understand, okay, why is this a bad habit? What, what is it serving in the end? And if it's not, then we need to start removing it from, from our, our life essentially. Cool. And guys, once you have your morning routine, and have reflected on your goals. The last part is really to be intentional. Every day, take steps toward these goals, towards to becoming a stronger you, as Ashley and I like to say. And when we uh, we mentioned it earlier, but if you guys are looking to really establish a morning routine, establish some positive habit changes, two of the top um, book recommendations for establishing and breaking habits and get into a, a, a better headspace of total peace and control. Uh, one would be Think Like a Monk by Jay Shetty. We also recommended his podcast, which is titled On Purpose. And um, the other book would be Atomic Habits by James Clear. So Ashley was mentioning habit stacking earlier, which is a really useful useful way to, to get into a habit, maybe break an old one. But those two books would be you know really top recommendations, and we'll put them in the show notes as well. But Ashley, anything else you want to, to add in before we wrap up today? No, I think um, I think we both definitely shared a lot of insight and just tips. And obviously, if anybody feels like you know they need they have more questions or anything, you guys can always reach out to us as well on mm-hmm. either. You know, I'm available on my social media. You guys can DM me on Instagram if you have questions about you know what my routine is, kind of establishing that mm-hmm. how it started. I think a big thing for us is just you know providing value and being able to help people. You know established good habits and routines that are going to help get them where they want to be in life yeah and i mean this 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 topic is so important to us guys and we really wanted to to speak with you all and share this with y'all because for those of y'all who have been in your own personal journey obviously we're all on our journeys but maybe you've had some big transformations in your life i can almost 99 percent guarantee there is a routine or habit change in that whole dynamic you were maybe doing something that that had been affecting this and you changed that and you this is why you saw this positive momentum it's it's really a no-brainer we understand how difficult it can be to get off the ground and start Um, so that's what we talk about these small momentum steps these compound effects and so we wanted to really 
provide and share some feedback and some insight here on this episode. But that wraps it up, guys. We want to thank you again for joining Ashley and me on today's episode, as is our personal mission and goal with the Strong Society Coaching. We hope we were able to provide some positive insight and perspective on what it takes to not only establish positive routines and habits that will help you win in life and business, but also how to break some of those bad ones that are holding us back. So new episodes of the Strong Society podcasts are uploaded weekly to Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So be sure to check or excuse me, like and share with your friends and family. And if you haven't checked out our Instagram or Facebook pages, click the follow icon to stay up to date with the new content and information we post daily that can really change your life. But as always, guys, we love to hear from you. So if there are any specific topics you'd like Ash and I to speak on, or if you have a personal situation you could use some guidance on, please feel free to reach out to us at support at thestrongsociety.com or send us a direct Instagram message and we'd love to help. Later, guys. You have a great day. We'll see you. Bye.